it's so important to keep your audience as the the center of your brand universe and making sure that what you're saying is resonating with them. This is Brandology, a podcast that dives deep into the highs and lows of business, the ins and outs of branding, and all things entrepreneurship. We're unearthing the science, soul, and strategy behind building a fearless brand, and we're not holding back. So if you're ready to create the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Welcome to Brandology. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Brandology podcast to another January episode. So since we're still in January, if you're listening to this live anyway, although you can totally use the information in this episode, no matter what time of year it is. But since we're still in January right now, I wanted to do another episode that is about how to put your brand front and center this year in 2024, how to really improve your brand, elevate your brand and boost your brand so you get bigger and better results this year. So this is your best brand year yet. And if you are just starting your business this year, then let's make your first year incredible and amazing. So I'm going to touch on a couple of things you can start working on this year to really improve your brand. And this is very, I guess, time sensitive in a way where these are things that are becoming quite prevalent in the online business industry at the moment and in terms of marketing and connecting with your audience. The things I'm going to talk about today, they are things where if you jump on them now, you're going to be seeing results quite quickly because these are tools and tips and techniques that are on the rise. So I have kind of coined 2024 as the year of the brand, which I absolutely love shamelessly. And there's two reasons for this. So first of all, I really see, like I was just chatting about, there is a huge rise at the moment in the online space about brand building. And I've been chatting about this for quite a while and it's something that's definitely picking up steam and people are starting to understand the significance and the importance of building a brand instead of just oh, I'm going to get my branding done. I'm going to get my colors and my logo. I'm going to call it a day. My brand is done. That is my brand. People are starting to realize that there is a lot more to building a brand than just the visuals. And obviously I'm a brand designer, like first and foremost, that's what I started my business doing. And I still do that for my clients. It's like my main service offering, but there is absolutely more to building a successful brand than just that. If you are simply just getting your branding done and then you expect to immediately be getting incredible results from that, it's probably not going to happen if you haven't put the additional work in to actually build up your brand. And there's so many more things that encompass what your brand is. And I've chatted about this in various other episodes, but things like how you speak to your audience, the messaging and language and the personality that your brand has the way that you show up for your brand, how people connect with you personally, the story that you're using, even what you're selling and the outcomes that you're selling. This all is part of the brand that you're building. 
So whilst improving your visual brand really does help, it is not the be all and end all. And it's also not the silver bullet that's going to fix all of your business problems or immediately skyrocket your business to a million dollars. So there's a lot more that needs to be done, but that's why I'm here. That is why I do what I do. And that's why I'm really passionate about brand building and educating and speaking about this, because there is more to it than just the visuals. And I want to educate people on what that involves how you can improve your brand in other ways so that once you do get your branding done you actually do start seeing results because you have actually built a brand foundation that underpins everything so yeah long-winded but the first reason 2024 is the year of the brand is because people are starting to understand that significance and there's going to be a lot more talk about brand and brand building in 2024 because it's going to be at the forefront of the minds of business owners. So the second reason it is the year of the brand, in my opinion, is because collectively I want for all of us this to be the absolute best year we have ever had in our brands. And I just want this year to to blow every other year out of the water. I really want this year to be full of so much success, so much confidence and clarity in our brand, all the income that we want, all the impact we want. So this is the vibe for 2024. This is what I want for you. This is what I want for me. This is what I want for everyone who's running an online business. I want this to just be such an incredible year of brand building where you really start to understand and capitalize on all these amazing brand building techniques. So I'm going to get into it. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing three of I think the best tips at the moment to really focus on if you want to make this your brand's best year yet, if you really want to start seeing those results that you're you're really wanting to see in your brand. And this stuff isn't necessarily groundbreaking that I'm going to be talking about. It's things that I've mentioned in other episodes. But again, these are things that are really the needle movers in brand building. And there is a big focus on these things in 2024, like in the industry, in marketing, in how we connect with people. So it would be worth your while having a think about these things in your own business and if you need to improve them and then working on improving them. So first, I'm going to start with your target audience. I know you're probably like, oh my gosh, Alex, you have spoken about this so many times, but I'm going to talk about it again in a slightly different way because Refining your target audience this year is going to be essential to not only the growth of your business, but also the actual impact and income you're creating. So not just like growing your social media, it's going to really help with that, but it's going to really help with actually getting people to buy from you and choose you over your competitors. And this is one of the big places where a lot of people get stuck is they're like, I don't know why people would buy from me instead of from my competitors. I don't know how to make my audience connect with me. I recently did a poll in my Instagram broadcast channel, the Brand Builder Collective. If you're not in there, you can join it from my profile. It's free to join. And I did a poll in there and most people are seeming to struggle with actually connecting with their audience. And the main reason for that is because they don't actually have a clear idea of who their audience is, you might think that you do, but if your content is falling flat, if you're not making sales, if you're not growing your community and you're not feeling that connection with your community, that tells me that you 
actually don't know your audience. So it either means you're targeting the wrong kind of audience or you actually have no idea who they are and you're just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall when it comes to connecting with them. So the way that is going to be more beneficial in thinking about this, especially from 2024 onwards, just because again of how people are purchasing these days, like the mindsets of buyers and how marketing and social media are changing. It's really no longer about the demographic of the person and sort of, oh, like when we put together a target audience persona, for example, like most people, and this is what I used to do as well, is you sort of look at, okay, what's their gender? How old are they? Where do they live? What are their hobbies? What are their personality traits? Where do they like to shop? What do they like to eat? What do they do in their spare time? All these kind of things. And honestly, that is almost useless information now, in my opinion. You don't even need to be thinking about that. Like, yes, obviously, you know, knowing what kind of gender you're targeting and the the, the age bracket is useful. However, the rest of it, you can pretty much ignore and forget. It is no longer important. So we don't need to think that deeply when we're building out our target audience and getting to know our target audience. We don't need to know that stuff anymore. But what we do need to know, what is so important now is actually their mindset. So this is where it starts to get so much easier when it comes to speaking to your audience, connecting with them, growing your community, eventually making sales, like building that trust with them, understanding their mindset. So that means thinking about, okay, what are they actually motivated by? What do they want to get out of this? Like, what are they struggling with at the moment? Like, what are they going through in their lives in relation to my business, like in relation to if you're a nutritionist, for example, in relation to their gut health or their skin or whatever it might be that you you specialize in in particular, what, what are they going through there? And what have they experienced so far in relation to this issue? How are they feeling at the moment? Really touching on those feelings and those struggles. And that doesn't mean we're going to necessarily speak a lot about their struggles. I'm going to touch on this in a future episode. I've got one planned for a couple of weeks that is going to touch on that stuff a little bit more, but it's really important to know where their head is at at the moment. We really want to understand how they're feeling, how they're thinking, how they're making the decisions that they're making. And one of the best things you can also think about is what is their turning point moment? And That is the moment when they decide to take action on fixing their challenge or struggle. So they've probably been having a particular issue for a while. Like, for example, for my clients who are looking for visual branding, they've probably been thinking for a while about upgrading their visual identity and that that's something that they're they're wanting to do. But there is a turning point, which is when they go, okay, I'm actually going to do this now. It is no longer a thought in my mind. I'm taking action and I'm going to make it happen. So now I'm going to go out and look for someone. I'm going to apply. I'm going to do a discovery call. I'm going to book somebody. So what is that turning point for your dream client or customer? What is that turning point where they decide to take action? So for example, for my clients, that could possibly be They have spent so much time like downloading Canva templates and website templates, and they're trying to put their brand together and 
you know, they've spent weeks or months trying, trying to do this, trying to bring their branding together. And they thought they were getting somewhere, but then they just looked at it again and they were like, no, this looks terrible. I'm hating this. It's not what was in my mind at all. And I am sick of trying to do this myself. I really want to get some help here because my business is suffering because it doesn't look professional. It doesn't reflect me. It doesn't reflect the quality of my service. People aren't seeing me how I want to be seen. And that is affecting my income and how I live my life. So I am going to get some help. So that could be like the turning point for my clients, for example. So every client or customer has a turning point where they decide to take action. So having a think about that, that can be a really good place to sort of start with getting into their head and getting that mindset aspect of where they're at right now. And then you also want to think about, okay, what do they want to achieve? What is the transformation that they want? How do they want their lives to improve? Like, what does their dream life look like? And again, we want to sort of relate this back to your offer or what you do in some way. So for example, my client, their dream life might look like their brand is flourishing. They're obsessed with how it looks. They just love creating content for themselves because they just love everything about their brand. They've got dream clients coming in on autopilot. They're hitting their income goals because everything just feels so aligned and they're showing up for themselves so well. It's impossible to fail. And with that income that they're creating through their business, then they're obviously putting that towards their life and they're bettering their life. They're making things on their vision board come true. They're just living the life of their dreams, all thanks to their business. So that might sort of be how my clients look at their dream life and what they want out of a project. So thinking about that as well, we really want to think about what is their mindset right now with what they're going through, what their issues are, how they're feeling and thinking, and what do they want to achieve? What do they want things to look like afterwards? Like this is the most important stuff to know about your target audience. So forget their hobbies, forget personality traits, forget where they like to shop and what they like to eat. That is not helpful information. What is helpful is the mindset. So that is something that you really, really need to think about because that will make creating content, connecting with your audience so much easier. So that's the first thing. Second thing kind of comes off the back of that, and that's improving your messaging. So this is going to be really, really big for 2024. I mean, it's big no matter what year it is. It is so important, but there's going to be even more of a spotlight on messaging in 2024. And, you know, consumers and buyers are becoming more savvy and more discerned and they're really wanting to put their money towards things that they actually believe in and that they really do value. And in order to do that, they need to actually connect with you. So it's similar to what I was talking about in the first point of refining your target audience, really getting to know their mindset and motivations and everything. Because once you know that creating your messaging is going to be so much easier. So by messaging, I'm talking about what are the the core sort of topics that you are going to discuss most as a brand. So you should really have three to four sort of key overarching topics that you discuss. So for me, for example, one of mine is brand humanization. That's one of my main topics, but then I can think of a lot of sort of subtopics that come off brand humanization, but that's something that I'm really passionate about. Something I could talk about for ages. And it's something that I know will really 
create results for my clients and then my clients are going to care about as well and they're going to want to learn more about that so they're going to tune into that kind of content so that's one of my main messaging pillars so when it comes to your messaging I really want you to think about what are the main topics that I'm going to continuously discuss you know on my social media platforms on my blog on my podcast like whatever it is that you you use for your business And does my target audience care about this? Does this help them in some way? Is this something that helps them get closer to their goals or helps them build trust in my business? Is it something they should care about? And if so, why? So just making sure you're always coming back to that target audience and you're not just creating messaging that you want to create because you're excited about it. It's important that you are excited about it, but at the same time, your target audience needs to be excited about it too. So it goes both ways. If they're not interested in what you're talking about, if they're not getting any value from it, then they will not continue to listen to what you have to say or read what you have to say. So you need to be excited about it. You need to be passionate about it and be able to speak for for hours, basically, about these content topics. And then when it also comes to improving your messaging, it's really, really important to, again, keep your audience, your dream client or customer at the center of everything you are saying or writing. So one of my recent podcast episodes was about this. So if you want to learn a bit more about that, go back a couple of episodes as one about um, messaging. And that is where you'll find more information about this. But it's so important to keep your audience as the, the center of your brand universe and making sure that what you're saying is resonating with them. So when you're creating your messaging, the content needs to align with them. It needs to resonate with them. But also the way that you're saying it, the language that you're using, the way you're speaking, that also needs to resonate with them. And there are so many places as well when it comes to improving your messaging that you can start to look at. So even things like your Instagram bio, for example, so, so important to have that bio nailed down so people can immediately get a feel for whether your brand is for them or not. Things like the language you use in your captions and on your reels and when you're speaking to the camera on stories or even when you're just writing text on your stories, how you're saying that, what you're talking about, what you're sharing with people. This is all part of messaging and this is all part of what your audience is absorbing, what they're being shown by you, and that impacts how they feel about your brand. And if you want to dive into all of this more, I've actually just recently created a social media messaging manual, which I'm so excited to share with you guys because it goes through all of this and more for creating messaging for your brand, specifically for social media, because that is where for a lot of brands, they get their eyeballs, they get their customers or clients or leads. So it's really important to have that nailed down because for so many businesses, that is the first point of contact. So if you want to learn more about this and you want to nail your social media messaging for your brand, go check it out. The link is in the show notes. It's $27 at the moment, which is an absolute bargain for how much value is inside and how you're going to be able to transform your social media messaging with what is in there. So the last thing that I want to chat about in terms of what you can improve to make this year your brand's best year yet is to actually start learning and using personal branding techniques on social media to Basically amplify your message, get yourself out there, bring in those dream, dream clients and customers and build a really genuine 
and loyal brand community. Because once you have a genuine and loyal brand community, life gets so much easier. Because not only do you have people who are so obsessed with your brand and want a piece of everything that you're putting out there, but there are also people who are going to tell their friends about you. So it's so worth building up a community like that. And to do that, you really need to start integrating these personal branding techniques. And that does not mean to build a personal brand because I know that most of us do not want to do that. I certainly don't want to do that on my Haven Studio account. That's not what it's there for. I'm not trying to be an influencer. You're not trying to be an influencer. That's not the goal. However, the goal is to better connect with our audience. And to do that, we can use certain techniques and tools on our brand's social media account. And I know this can be scary for some people. I have this conversation so frequently with my design clients about how scary it can be to show up on social media. And most business owners feel this way, especially if they're just starting out, because you don't get into, you know, this industry. You don't start your brand because you want to be a show pony online and like put your face everywhere and dance on reels. That's absolutely not what most of us want to do. And that's actually not what you have to do. There are so many things that you can do, such as showing up behind the scenes of your business. You don't even have to have your face in this behind the scenes, but it's about bringing your audience along with you. It's about letting them connect to the brand because you're letting them in. You're letting them see what it's all about. You're letting them know what goes on behind the scenes or what you do in your day-to-day life as the business owner. So it can even be things like showing your breakfast, for example, depending on what business you have, the breakfast you're having before a busy day of work and your to-do list for the day. It can be a time-lapse of you packing orders. It can be a video of you working on your computer with some text over the top. It doesn't always have to be you jumping on stories and talking. It doesn't always have to be you on a reel talking or your face front and center. There are other ways you can start to bring your audience along with you. And when it comes to personal branding, what we're trying to do here is integrate personal branding with business branding. Because one of the big things that sets your business apart from the myriad of competitors that you most likely have is you, your personality, your outlook, your values, how you do things, your unique story. These are things that set you apart that actually can't be replicated. So you're doing yourself a huge disservice if you are just hiding behind your brand, hiding behind the visual identity and not showing up for your business. You are missing out on all that connection, all that growth, all of those sales that could come because you're simply not giving people that opportunity to connect with you. And this is also why I harp on about the brand story so much. And it is a huge part of personal branding is the brand story, because in personal branding, you're connecting with the human. You're not connecting with a business necessarily. So we need to recreate that same experience for our brand without making ourselves the brand. And that can be a fine balance to try and hit. But looking at things like your brand story and how you can integrate that into your business, your lived experience and your own transformation, how you can bring that into the business, how you can bring your own values and what you stand for and your own personality traits into your business and how you can bring your dream audience along on the journey with you, how they can be a part of the brand themselves how they can start seeing themselves in your brand through you. 
that is one of the most important things to to think about here when it comes to using personal branding techniques in your business is it's a way for your audience to better see themselves in your brand. And this is a reason why influencer marketing works really, really well for businesses is because businesses will send products to influencers. And then because influencers have built that personal brand up, their audience connects deeply with that person. They feel like, you know, they see themselves in that person. They want to be friends with that person. They really vibe with that person. So once that person starts talking about, you know, these particular products that they know their audience is likely interested in, their trust is already there. They already really like that person. They already see themselves in that person. And so they're automatically going to be more interested in that product and potentially purchase that product. So whilst we're not trying to be influencers, we are definitely not going down that path and we're not going to that extreme. It's just a side note to show you how that connection can be built using those personal brand techniques. And then when it comes to actually selling your products or services, which is the whole point of your business, it becomes so much easier once that connection is there. So if you want to start implementing this into your own business, like I was saying, think about your brand story. I have a free brand story workbook you can download. I will pop the link in the show notes for that. It's super, super useful. Thinking about your brand story, thinking about your own lived experience and how your audience can start to see themselves in that and how they can relate to that. Thinking about what your personality is and how you can start to bring that out through your brand and thinking about how you can start showing up in your business. So showing behind the scenes, showing your face, showing what you get up to, showing snippets of your own life, being more open with what you discuss with your audience. So you're really taking them along on the journey with you. And this kind of stuff is what my new offer is going to be really diving deep into. And this offer is going to be especially helpful for you if you are an introverted person, if you feel scared of showing up on Instagram for your business, if you're not even sure where to start or how to do it in a way that actually is going to create impact for your brand and lead to sales. This is the program for you. I'm so, so excited. I am running a beta round very, very soon at a super discounted rate. It's the first round. So I'm getting a handful of people in to test run it with me, which I'm super keen for. It's going to be a game changing program. There's nothing else out there like this. So there's still going to be time for you to jump in on the beta if you're listening to this episode live. So jump into the show notes. There is a link there where you can sign up to the email list where you'll get all the details about the offer straight to your email. And this is going to be one of the biggest ways to build your brand in 2024 and really make this your year of the brand. So jump on this now while it's here so you can start learning and implementing these techniques straight away. So that was it. They are my three best tips to get started on really elevating your brand in 2024 and making this your best year yet. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you got some tips and things to start working on and thinking about in this episode. And I will catch you back here next week for the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Brandology. I am so happy to have you here. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did, I would so love it if you could hit that follow button on your podcast platform. And if you really loved it, it would be so amazing if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. 
I would also love it if you could share this podcast with your business besties because I'm dropping new episodes every week all about the soul and strategy behind building fearless brands. And I would love to spread the word to as many entrepreneurs as I can. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week. Money.